Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Movie Podcast. My name is Daniel and joining me once again are my fellow Space Rangers, Anthony. Hello. And Shabazz. Hello, Space Rangers. Welcome. Now, if you had to make contact with, you know, another alien life form, is that how you would greet them? I just, for, for both of you, I'm just curious. For me? Yeah, for, for both of you. Or like, is that what you're just going to say? No, I'd be like, what are you doing here, punk? That's what I would do. Oh. <laughs> Wait, are you a, a, a 1940s gangster? I am. All I'm of a like sudden? A, I'm like, yeah, what are you doing here, C? Now, this ain't in your town, no, C. C, C here. Oh, put put them up. Put them up. Uh, uh, shake them up, yeah, C. Yeah, that's, that's, that's probably what I would say. Because I'd really confuse them. They'd be like, oh, we... <laughs> We came at the wrong time. Let's go yeah. uh, forwards uh, uh, in time. And then we'll our censors say it's 2022. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess uh, we're wrong. People don't tell like that anymore. <laughs> it's 1922. Uh, Anthony, how about you? How would you greet uh, um, uh, alien life forms if they were to land here? It would be, you know, Will Smith's Welcome to Earth punch. Okay. Welcome to Earth. So you'd start bitch. a war immediately. Like exactly. you'd immediately well, start. Welcome to Earth. There wouldn't okay. even be a wait. Well, they they wouldn't like they would be unconscious, right? So it's not right. like they can start right. a war because they'd be like concussed. Uh-huh. No, I'm just I'm just By just confirming they up, that they wouldn't be anywhere near their ship to start a war. Now, my my only my only a couple holes I'm going to poke through this this uh, scenario here. Most likely, there is a spaceship full of them. So I'm just curious: Are you going to punch every single <laughs> alien in the face? As uh, is this your plan? <laughs> uh, I, really, I didn't think about that but he, he didn't think it through you anthony one, went for the punch <laughs> anthony's like, there's one surveyor that's come and that's it like that's anthony's situation well like yeah like, independence day, it's that one alien you just punch there was him more than and, one well like there there was a ver- there's a big fleet that you know blew up a lot of streets <laughs> in the movie a lot of cities were gone it's okay we can't we can't unravel this today yeah. we'll we'll have to we'll have to pull. put a pin in this and we'll have to re- we'll have to come back to this because this there's a, i i need to examine this i need to think on this uh as always you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single monday there is a great episode out right now where you would hear us cover uh all of the new last of us news the new spider-man re-release joker sequel and what's going on with scream six and nev campbell leaving uh as always throughout the week you could catch our review episodes and all the latest movies and series and interviews like this very special episode you are listening to right now make sure you follow us on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox at the movie podcast don't forget to leave us a review on apple podcast spotify join our discord and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're watching this on YouTube right now. Thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe, hit that notification bell, like this video, do all of the stuff that you have to do on YouTube. And you can check out our show notes below for all of the links and more of what we just spoke about. Today, though, is a very very cool episode we just recently dropped our review for lightyear which is disney pixar's latest film uh we had a great time with it we really love the movie and today we get to talk to some of the creators behind it so last week we let you guys know that we will be having uh, a few uh, of the creators behind this film uh, angus mclean galen sussman and composer michael giacchino joining us today later this week we'll have some of the animation team from pixar also joining us to talk even more behind the scenes of this movie but it's pretty cool being able to talk to these guys so uh let's start with angus mclean angus mclean director for finding dory and he's also been part of the pixar world for 
decades at this point. Same with Galen Sussman, who's worked on pretty much every single Pixar film. And then we have Michael Giacchino, who, of course, is a legend. We talk about him all the time here on the show. And he's coming off a year that we've had, you know, No Way Home, The Batman, Thor Love and Thunder, Jurassic Worlds, Lightyear, uh, Last Goal Wins. He's going to be directing Werewolf by Night later this year. And then it's never ending with Michael Giacchino. How are you guys feeling? Shay, I'm going to get you to start us off. Uh, we're talking to some pretty big heavy hitters here from the world of Pixar and the world of Hollywood and film. How are you feeling? You know, um, back in 2016 or 17, I want to say, Daniel, you and I did try to break into Pixar. Uh, very, <laughs> 2016 we did 2016 i very unsuccessfully yeah. we hung out outside of the pixar gates in emeryville uh, california and we harassed anyone that we could very politely though uh hey we're huge fans can we go inside and just see what pixar looks like and everyone was like right no <laughs> who are you security, <laughs> who are you even the security people were like no and we were like hey one day we're gonna have a podcast and you'll see and this you'll is that see moment. this is that moment now they'll see instead of being inside of pixar they are now inside of us wait hold on inside out is I, the name of the movie is what i meant to say that but I it's not the love. movie we're talking about today oh we're talking about light year uh, we're talking about light year you got it but yes no i i'm so glad that we're at a point now where we're talking to these people who make the things that we love and that's kind of what we've been doing this whole time. And I think it's blossomed into something even bigger than we could have imagined. We went to, we started off at a place where we're like, Oh, let's get these people. And now it's, it's just the greatest of people that are working on the best of things. And um, it's exciting. It's exciting because we loved Lightyear as well. And I'm so happy that we're getting this opportunity to talk to more people. It's uh, earlier this year, we got to speak with Domi Shi, Lindsay Collins, and Maitri Ramakrishnan from Turning Red. And again, it's never lost on us. And I know we say this all the time with the special guests. And this week, especially if you're listening to the movie podcast, you're sus- subscribed to the show. There is a lot going on this week. And we take these opportunities anytime we could get them because we know what it's like when we are trying to be on the up on the rise. And we were like, we we're trying to get one or just one opportunity, one movie to review. And whenever we're given the chance to talk to people and talk, like Shay said, talk to the people behind the things that we love, we're going to jump at that because we want to, we want to know these people. We you know we get to see the art that they make, but we want to know more about who they are. Anthony, how are you feeling today? You know, Daniel, you told me a story not too long ago about how you messaged uh Giacchino back in 2020 asking him hey can you be in our show and he didn't respond he, <laughs> yeah. you know you slid into his dms and i did slide, slide into the dms in. so no here we are two years later and we're interviewing him not through the dm like through you know we'll say the legal the official channel, channels the official channel yeah. <laughs> yes of our interview or interviewing and super surreal to have him on our show and to yeah. have Angus and 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 um, Galen the, Galen to be part of it, like Galen having her story about being the survivor of Toy Story two, saving them, yeah, that, that <laughs> saving the movie. Um, Angus being able to direct a movie about Buzz because he thought this was a story that a lot of people wanted to know about, and his Lego adventure being a, a master builder, which is fantastic. Um, but there's so much to learn from these guys. And it, this interview that we, you guys did, again, I'm in the corner, always watching. Um, You're on the wall. <laughs> like hanging on the wall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nah. We, we're just creating this network and these connecting with these people. And it's, it's fun to watch. Definitely. 
it's been a lot of fun and you know just to you know to talk to yeah sliding in michael giacchino's dms uh michael giacchino for myself and i know this is the same for you guys um growing up music was always my first love and i would love listening to music score scores and just i remember asking my parents for the the incredible cd for christmas so being able to tell michael giacchino that um was pretty cool there's also a little bit of a funny story to michael giacchino what we will save for our interview which will be later in the show so stay tuned for that um but it's very surreal it's very cool being able to talk to these people we're so honored we're so humbled so without further ado please welcome angus mclean and galen sussman to the movie podcast Hi. Hello. Hello, Angus. Hi, Galen. My name's Daniel. And I'm Shabazz. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. Uh, we're huge fans of this film. Uh, oh. And fans of Toy Story since 1995. Uh, we didn't think it was possible to love Buzz more, uh, but you proved us wrong. And we're <laughs> upset. We're upset now. <laughs> Thank you so I'm much. sure you'll so, get over it. <laughs> yeah, I think we will. I think we will. Uh, we got a glimpse of Woody's origins in Toy Story 2. Uh, what was it about Buzz, uh, Buzz's origins that made you feel like now is the perfect time to tell the story. Well, we are both huge Buzz fans and are connected to this Toy Story uh, world uh, in production. And Buzz is a character that I've always been personally connected to uh, since I started the studio in 1997. And he was always the character I gravitated towards most as, as a fan, since Toy Story was the only film I saw when I was not working at the studio. And so I, from a very early time, like when I saw that in college, like that character really spoke to me. And then I was fortunate enough to get to work on it in Toy Story 2 and then Toy Story 3 and do the shorts. And so Buzz was always, a, the backstory for Buzz was always something I was very interested in exploring. And fortunately, this film, it was more of a, a, a timing thing as far as why now I finished Finding Dory and trying to figure out what I want to do next. I realized what I wanted to do was just make a, like an awesome sci-fi movie. Right. Starring Buzz Lightyear and just kind of a straightforward, like, let's just make the cool sci-fi movie as you would want to do in that situation. And so I was fortunate that the studio was, was excited about that too. Definitely. Angus, we own and love the Wally Lego idea set that mm. you designed. Now, how much does building Lego help when you're planning these movies? And do you have a favorite Lego set? Uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll answer the last question first. My favorite Lego set is the 497 Galaxy Explorer. Uh, which was actually released in a few different numbers, but the Galaxy Explorer is uh, is my favorite, and I actually have one that I uh, was able to acquire from uh, from Jerome Ramft. Actually, he had it as a kid and never, like opened it once, and so <laughs> yeah, I was able to get it from him, purchase it from him. It was great. Anyway, uh, Lego plays a huge role in the sense that uh, working with Lego is the antithesis of working on the computer over Zoom. It is a, a tactile experience. Uh, and when we were making this movie, cause I was at home, uh, a lot of times, you know, I'd, I'd do some work and then take a break and, you know, sort some Lego and then come back and work. It was the only way I could, it, it was the break from the constant ice train of the zoom world. So it was really helpful then, but the way that I think about, um, constructing things is very, uh, three-dimensional and lego is a way to kind of personify that like you can i can visualize all of the pieces and how they might go together and it's just sort of a, a great brain exercise i also like the way that lego uh, especially the class classic uh space lego there's a clarity to that design that was very influential uh just in general for uh for me as a kid so i don't know if you know but he roughed together a lot of our basic spaceships or robot ideas with lego first and would show it to to the artists and say this is proportionally and sort of the aesthetically what I'm looking for. And then they would use that as their first 
That's Stop amazing. Yeah, yeah, big shapes. Big shapes. Documentary that just came out today. So we noticed that you were building the ships first. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just was, um, well, when you have to build something physical, then you're, you're adhering to some level of physical limitation. Any limitation like that can provide you with uh, some realism and some grit, which is nice. Now, Galen, the story of Toy Story 2 nearly being deleted is infamous. Has Pixar ever come close to anything like that since? Was there anything on this movie that might have happened? No, I think we really learned our time. <laughs> We're super careful. Um, I guess the closest thing that happened on this was COVID because we, we got the notice on Friday and it's like, everybody grab your equipment and head out the door. And you felt like a thief. Seriously, yeah. you're like wrapping everything up and running out the door with your computer. It's like, hope nobody's yeah. watching. Yeah, I had a good chair. I brought that home. I liked it too. It was a really yeah. good chair. Yeah. I couldn't lift it in the back of the car. I had to get help getting yeah. my chair in. Yeah. It weighs like 300 pounds. Yeah, I, I, it's mine's still at home. Right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, both of you, thank you so much for your time. Uh, this movie is beautiful. We're so excited for everyone to watch it. And I really hope we get to see more from these characters in the sequel one day. So thank you so much oh, again. Thank you very much. You. It's great speaking with you. I'm glad you liked the movie. Thank you guys. Take care. Take care. Well, that's pretty cool. We're going to head right into our Michael Giacchino interview very soon. Uh, but before we do that, some a funny thing happened while we were uh, we were joining this press junket for Lightyear Shade. You want to you know give the the cliff notes of what you felt on your end? Oh, uh, what happened after? We you know we finished our interview. Everything was great. We went out to get something to eat to celebrate, and then what happened? There was, I mean, there, there's so many moments that I'm, that I'm picking apart from this story right now. I remember we finished the interview. We kind of hung out for about 10, 15 minutes, and we're like, all right, we're we're good we're all settled we we're just kind of re- relieving from the from the, the fact that we just spoke with michael and we're like well, yeah let's get something to eat and typically here at the movie podcast and if you want to be a sponsor five guys you are more than welcome to be but usually yeah. after any big event we always celebrate with with five guys burgers and fries so danny and i we head over to five guys it's about 20 minutes from where we are we get there we get our food we eat and at this point it's been almost like an hour i would say of of, of everything and yeah we're just sitting there talking and we happen to be talking about robocalls and weird phone numbers and daniel's phone happens to just get a call from los angeles and we both look at him we're like <laughs> yeah nice try. la scammers <laughs> enjoy the sun robot you know like <laughs> exactly and then we decline it and we just go back to thing and then you get a message that says hey this is actually disney and we're like oh okay oh <laughs> the disney you call them back and now i'm just looking at your face the whole time where you're just yeah like, uh-huh mm-hmm. okay, uh-huh. okay uh-huh okay all right We'll be there in about 10 minutes. I'm like, what's going on? So luckily we were done eating. We caught in the car. I broke the law driving as fast yeah. as I could. Hit we literally were buzzed in the trailer. We we flew. <laughs> My yeah, face we was flew. like Woody, you know, just, just yeah. being you, pink peeled back. You went infinity and beyond. Definitely. Yeah, we did. Yeah, definitely did. Uh, and we got home and <laughs> we sat down and lo and behold, Michael Giacchino was right there. And the reason why is our, our interview, our first interview, interview with him unfortunately some technical issues occurred and it was lost so we had to do it all over again but michael was such a was such a sport and he was just an awesome guy very professional and was just like you guys again and it just yeah it was a, it was a great experience it was and i think what's so nice obviously we got to ask him some of the same questions but because this is like our take two at it um we already had a shorthand with him so in this interview you're going to hear with him 
you're going to hear us say things like, you know, we already let you know, or you already know, or things like that, because, you know, we have a rapport. He's already a friend of the show at this point. I think at this Michael point, is a friend of the show. Friend. I think he's a best friend. He's a he best friend. <laughs> he's a best friend of the show. He's back technically back. our first repeat guest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he did it all in the same day. Um, but yeah, I wrote getting that call and I, you know, me, I was scared. I'm like, are, are, are we in trouble because we said werewolf by night and we're not allowed to use that? Like who knows? Is that not, even though it was in variety, it's official, even though it's not announced, like we were, we were scared or something like that, but no, it was just technology. This is the, luckily the first time this has ever happened. But what's great now is that I will forever have the fear of this happening with every interview going forward. So thank you so much for that. Very true. Without further ado, please welcome back to the show, Michael Giacchino. Please Come on, you guys just wanted to talk more, right? Come on. I, I know, that file. I know nice we, way. Nice, nice try. We wanted you back on the show, but I didn't think it would be this soon. <laughs> you again. Hello. Hello. Uh, as, again, I'm Daniel. And I'm Shabazz. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Of course, you already know we are such huge fans of yours. So. Oh, come on. That's no, very nice of you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, I was going to, as you mentioned before, in the last year, you've directed a multiple crazy amount. Uh, sorry, you've composed a bunch of different films. Yeah. Uh, Batman, No Way Home, Jurassic World, Lightyear, Thor. And then we have, you know, Werewolf by Night coming out later this year, hopefully. What do you have against say, taking it easy or taking getting some rests? Well, I think, it, yes, on the surface, it sounds like an enormous amount of work. And it is an it is a ridiculous amount of work that I I never would have planned it that way to happen, but I think the fact that it did happen during the pandemic, the fact that we were all forced to stay home, we had nowhere to go anyway. There was nothing else to do uh, except figure out, oh, how do I make bread or how do I do, you know, I'm like, okay, well, now I have, uh, you know, now I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to write. That's all I did. Right. So uh, I think that that was a big, you know, part of it was just sitting home going, well, I know I have to write this score for Jurassic World. I might as well just start writing music that feels right and you can start getting early cuts and as much as I can. So I, that's a lot of what I did was spent my time doing that. Uh, I think if it were during a normal year, it would have been a, a lot more difficult, um, even though it was incredibly challenging. But, uh, but that sort of worked in, in my favor in terms of the amount of work that had to be done for sure. Definitely. And the world's a better place with more Michael Giacchino scores in it. So thank you. Uh, well, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Not everyone feels that way. <laughs> but Michael, the music for Toy Story is iconic. Now, how do you approach writing new music for a character that you know, we've loved for the nearly 30 years? Yeah, well, it was it's one of those things where uh, we were doing a. Uh, sorry, there's something here making noise and we're going to. See if it turns off. It might even be. I don't know if that's messing up ah, there. It's done. That's the um, <laughs> You know, getting into the toy story thing. It, the wonderful thing about this job was that uh, I didn't have to reference anything. It was like a brand new world we were creating. This was Buzz Lightyear, the, the real Buzz Lightyear, you know, story of what happened. And it was a movie that Andy had watched as a kid and all the brilliant music that, that uh, Randy Newman has written for toy story over the years can stand on its own. And he didn't have to worry about me messing it up. Uh, uh, so I, 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 you know, I was able to keep that safe and, and not, not, not ruin the, the, the incredible work he has done. And I was able to just create a whole new world of music for, for, uh, for Buzz and his friends, which was a huge gift to be able to do that. It's always great when you get to kind of just 
put your stamp on something and do something new and throw it out into the world. I think that's a, that's a, that's the best way. That's always the most fun. Uh, so yeah, so I, I just had a blast being able to, I had a lot of freedom, a lot of freedom. When you're, you know, you've, you've worked with Pixar for, for so many years now. And, uh, you know, I mentioned to you before, like getting the incredible CD for Christmas was like, you've been with the Pixar for so long. What is it about working with them that keeps you coming back? Uh, it's like working with your friends when you were a kid, you all had, you know, everyone had great friends when they were kids that they would play with their action figures with, or they go to movies together with, or, you know, you, you buy magazines and learn about all the movies and how they made them. Uh, it's no different than that. I feel like everyone I'm working with up there is still able to conjure this mindset of a young, you know, uh, kid growing up and being fascinated and completely and utterly in love with all of these sorts of movies, whether it's, you know, and it could be anything from the Muppets to, 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 uh, you know, Disney movies, to star Wars, to Battlestar Galactica, the twilight zone to back to the future, whatever it, 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 it's all of those things aggregate. And the fact that, that we love them so much and, and are now able to do them ourselves and put them out into the world. That's like, I think that's the best part about it is just the mindset of the people that you find there are very similar to that mindset you had as a kid growing up. And I, I just, I embraced that wholeheartedly. I love that for sure. Now we're sure you and Matt are always talking about what's going on day to day. Any word on you coming back for the Batman sequel? Well, uh, a movie will have to be made at some point, but right now we're just talking about boring things like, uh, donuts and sandwiches and, and kids, you know, all our family, all of those things that, 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 that's real life, right? All the real life things. That's what that's, those are the things we're catching up with right now, because for the last few years, it's been real rough. And I know for Matt, it's been even longer than that, than, um, you know, working on that film was a very difficult thing and filming it during the panda is like insane. Right. So I think it's, uh, it's time for recharge. And then at some point, the attend the spotlight will be back on. Okay. What is this going to be? So we'll see still time, still time to go. Michael, thank you so much again for your time. And we're, we're so thankful for the work that you're doing and we can't wait to see what you work on next. Cause there's a lot to you look forward to you this year. And I think that's the best part about it. So thank uh, well, thank you. you so much. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. And welcome back to the movie podcast. We just had three Pixar legends join us, Angus, Galen, and Michael. Shay, I'm going to get you to start us off. How are you feeling? Wow. Uh, big weight lifted off the shoulders. I was very nervous going in for this one. Um, and I think, you know, like you mentioned before, M Michael Giacchino was, is, is such a figure when it comes not only to Pixar, but just to the film scores in general, you know, you look at yeah. him and, and John Williams, I feel like they're the ones that have made such iconic pieces along with Hans Zimmer. Um, but this was crazy. This was a wicked time. Angus is such, I think Angus is so personable. I'm like, you just directed a light year movie. How are yeah. you so down to earth? And that is he's so fun. chill. Yeah. He's so chill. And he like loves the, Lego. when we were talking about Lego, he yeah. was just like, "Yeah, man, you know this is my favorite set," and we're just chilling. I'm like, "Oh man, like you are and so cool." He was cool. deep cuts with the with the Lego set too. Like it wasn't. Oh like, yeah, he was like, "Oh yeah, uh, here, here's the product number." I was like, "Dude, what?" And I used to work, <laughs> I used to work for Lego, so like I get it. But even then, I was like, "I don't understand what you just said to me, man." But I believe yeah. you, and I love it. So kudos. That's to cool. You. If you if you look up that model number of that Lego online, you will see a spaceship and it kind of resembles 
the spaceship Buzz kind of flies in in the movie, which is, I think, you know, he said this was my favorite Lego set ever. And he found, I think a friend of his had it and he only, what, had it for opening, only opened it once and he bought it off yeah. But if you really look at that Lego set, if you type in the, the number that he says and he, you look it up, it literally has similar qualities to the spaceship mm-hmm. that Buzz flies in the film, which is, you know, like he's just, we love Lego, we love Pixar, we love animation, and just tying those two together is um, is just cool to see. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing, you know, like we we look at we think when it comes to a movie like Pixar, we think it's just like this grand thing, and it is, but you really see, you know what it makes all the humans that it takes to make these films and you know you have someone like angus who has made films and he has lego from when he was growing up and being in love with lego and then you could translate that into something on the screen and then you know we talked with uh galen and about like obviously the the infamous pixar 2 story and you know she spoke a lot about you know the impact of covid and how that impacted this film and then we talked to Michael and, and, you know, in our first interview, we actually got a different question in where we asked him, you know, what would you like to see a film made like on what toy? And, you know, he, he spoke, uh, he spoke about stretch Armstrong where in the second interview, we, we, we changed it up a little bit to keep him on his toes, but um, it's, it's just so cool seeing that. And it's so cool with someone like Michael Giacchino who's coming in, Randy Newman, his music for Toy Story is iconic. It's one of the most iconic themes in the last 30 years in film. Um, and here's Giacchino coming in and having to bring something new to the table. Luckily, it's something different from the Toy Story world. But I think that's what Michael does so well. Like, he is not afraid to challenge the, the you know, the giants of film at all. You know, he's put his mark now on Batman after, you know, Danny Elfman and Hans Zimmer have already, you know, made their contributions and their iconic contributions. He's done it with Mission Impossible. You know, he's done it with Spider-Man and now he is here doing it with Lightyear. He's not afraid to tackle these giant characters because these are things and these are characters, these are movies that he's grown up and loved and he's now ready to make his mark on it. And I think that's what's so cool about what he does. One thing that was really nice that Michael said was, you know, working at Pixar is like working with your best friends. It's working with those guys that you would go to the mall with, those guys that you go to the comic book store, or you would find a magazine and you talk about how movies are made. And that's what it's like to work at Pixar and with these creators. And that's what you see from the three of them. It's just this family collaboration to make something magical and to bring, you know, the young at heart, which, you know, a lot of pixar animators are and they feel it and it comes out through their animation and i think we are all young at heart at, at, at right now in our lives and i think even yeah. when we get older um but yeah it's just nice to see that they uh it's just a big group of friends making magical things I love that. And I think that's a perfect spot for us to end it on. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this very special edition of the movie podcast. Please tune in to all of the incredible episodes we have waiting for you. They're all in the oven right now being baked and you're going to be brought out. They're, they have to cool down first before we serve them to you. Um, that sounds very weird. I don't know why I said that. Don't worry about it. But yeah, we have lots of great episodes coming your way this week on the feed and on YouTube. Uh, if you want to hear us talk more about Lightyear, go check out our Lightyear review right now on all podcast feeds and on YouTube. Later this week, you'll be able to hear us talk to some of the animation team behind this film, some Canadian heroes who now work at Pixar. So look forward to that. Um, really quickly, I want to say, if you want to support the show, uh, please check 
check out our merch. If you want to look cool, if you want to help us support uh, the show, keep the lights and the mics on. Shay's rocking a shirt right now. He's wearing the, is that the four screen, Shay? It is a four screen. I know the lighting in my room right now makes it look like it's probably black, but this is the four screen. Yeah. It looks really great. I'm wearing my Buzz Lightyear shirt, so I just mm-hmm. thought I'd, it, was, it was appropriate for today. Uh, but again, thank you so much for listening. Please check out all of the reviews, all of the episodes, all of the interviews we have coming your way this week. That was this time with the Movie Podcast, and we'll see you next. <laughs>